0: Welcome to Dungeons and Dimwits or Disasters and Dinwits. I mean, it's all the same at the end of the day. This will be Ghost of Saltmarsh. There's no sort of end point to this campaign, really. It'll come to a climactic end at some point, and hopefully everyone enjoys the ride. I am Lloydie, who will be running the game. Alicia, if you'd like to say hi.
1: Hi. Dat name? Oh, good day.
0: Dom? Good evening. Immortist? Hi. And finally, Nana. Hello. So yes, we hope that you all enjoy the game. I'm very excited for this, as well as uh, as I hope the players are. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. This tale starts out in the land of Faerun. Faerun is filled with fantastical beasts, creatures, monstrosities, people, from the harsh land of the High Ice, filled with ice trolls, yetis, mammoths. Some orcs, and the king of maybe them all, the large and ferocious white dragons. All the way down to the land of chalk, to wild beasts, disease-infested swamps, human, goblin, and lizardfolk tribes, and even dinosaurs that roam and control its massive jungle. To the brutal and heavy political fae ruled over by the Magrocracy, a government body of powerful mages and where wealth, education, heritage matters most. He is also famous for his huge Colosseum, which is the stage for his world-famous Faean Arena, where infamous gladiators bow for the right to be victorious. This campaign, however, starts in the humble city-stroke town of Neverwinter, a bustling, busy port town, home to many merchants, sailors, fishermen, what-have-you, adventurers. We start with the sounds of bells ringing. A town crier bell, to be exact. There's a town crier near one of the ports, Basically trying to get people's attention as people come over. A great opportunity to go to Saltmarsh in search of reward and fame. Ding, 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 ding. And then that a crowd gathers some adventurers, some fishermen, some sailors. Some people who are just curious. Including the party, soon to be. Then from around one of the backs of one of the shops, a trio of elves appear. The tall of them is a drow elf. Saw sort of deep purplish skin, these piercing red eyes that almost seem to glow, a long white hair that slicks down the back, um, beautiful black splint armor, which has these gold and gilded parts which split all the bits of metal. He has a long sword down, a sheathed in a beautiful sabre as well, with a purple scarf around his neck. Next to him is a much shorter elf, a high elf. With short grey hair that comes to like two points, which is all slicked back to the back. He has beautiful golden gilded in areas, and then other areas is leather. A bit of a mishmash of an armour with a very nice rapier on his side. The last elf is a wood elf. With long, long brown hair that goes all the way down to the back of the spine. An orangey, red, brownish cloak which drapes over his back, which goes all the way down to the knee. He wears a, a, almost like a beige-cream shirt, with like green trousers on down the bottom. And the Drow stands on the left, whilst the Wood Elf is in the middle, and the High Elf is on the right. The Drow and the High Elf seem a bit annoyed. No one has any idea why. Um, the Wood Elf speaks first. Hello everyone, thank you for coming, for being interested in our great opportunity here. My, myself, I'd like to introduce us. We are the Torlin brothers. Myself, I am Galen, the High Elf speaks, I am Estella, and the Drow speaks, my name is Bellanor. the Wood Elf then says, we have a great opportunity here for some people who look to explore, adventure, we are travelling to Saltmarsh in the hopes of setting up a trade route between this beautiful city and also the town itself. It is, the cargo that we're travelling is on a need-to-know basis, and at the moment, none of you need to know, however looking at the crowd here, I think we have a good idea of who we like the most after having a walk around. You, you over there, the tall man. You're rather large, aren't you? Step forward. if And as the large man steps forward, if that name would like to describe how his character looks.
1: All right. Well, before you stands what looks to be a hippopotamus. However, he stands on two feet, wears a militaristic naval outfit, and has an anchor on his hip and a shield on his back. He is currently smoking from a mechanical-looking pipe and has a monocle on his right eye. Now, going back to the hippo part, he is, of course, <laughs> quite big. As in, this guy is mucho grande. On top of being relatively tall, he is also, well, let's say, thick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my character.
0: The elf says, my my, you are quite a large man, aren't you? Uh, what's your name, good sir? Ho, <laughs> My name is Hippig hip, Hippo! Uh, pleasure to meet you. You'll be our first crew member. That you appear to have such a grand esteem about you.
1: I shall give her a salute.
0: Uh, and as you make your way, the drow then has a look for the crowd. Uh, I quite like the look of that little one over there. He seems to have a bit of a gusto about him. Step forward! As the small man steps forward, if Immortus would like to describe himself.
1: You talking to me? Yes, you, good sir. Fucking hell. I never want anything. And you see this small ginger halfling with the huge hat that barely fits him. Some some sort of a whip on his shoulder, and he's basically like hiding in the crowd and just looking around really excited. Uh, what's, your, what's your name, good sir? Ah, oh, my name is Indy.
0: Nah, pleasure to meet you. If you'd like to stand next to the uh, uh hip pig
1: here. Will you eat me? Hip No, oh, it's, it's hip heek, little one. Okay, okay. I'll stand next to him.
0: Okay. Uh, they then look for the cat again. Ah, the, I see there might be a pair here. The high elf speaks up. Uh, you two step forward if Don would like to describe himself. Yeah,
3: You be looking at Charlemagne, Hess! Dwarf fishermen from the frozen seas of the north. I if it swims and drinks water, I can catch it on a hook. I be chosen of the great sea god Bahedron with eyes as big as islands and a back the size of countries. And this is my fish. I caught it. If Nano would like to describe herself.
2: I am playing a half elf. Uh, what half elf? I have white hair that's tied up in a messy ponytail, and I have this great big sword on my back. And um, my clothes look kind of tattered, and there's a lot of scars on all over me. I'm right now just pinching the bridge of my nose. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fish. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So fish is that is that correct or yeah, is no, that no, nickname? No, please
2: just call me Alta.
3: I caught her from the very seas, myself. Oh, you did? Uh, What's your name, good sir? Uh, It'd be Charlemagne Hess, and Uh, I'm a short dwarven man, close cropped beard and a glint in his eye.
0: Pleasure to meet you, sir, if you two would like to stand over to the side here. Oh, Alright then, come this way, fish.
3: Yeah, sure, sure.
0: The wood elf is looking through. Ah, you're quite colourful, aren't you? You little one, step forward, if ADD would like to describe himself.
4: Certainly. You see a very colorful parrot Kanku, walk up. He's pretty much exactly like any other parrot, except instead of wings, he has arms. And he always keeps a cloak covered up around him, just because he's very bright and doesn't like to be.
0: Oh, hi! Oh, what's your name, little one? Um, hmm. I'll call you Bird. Bird works, sure. If you would like oh, to stand up to acceptable. the side there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I might have already regret my decision. Hmm. Oh well. Uh, okay. Uh, we need one more, we need one more. Hmm. You there, you elven woman, step forward if Alicia would like to describe herself.
1: Hello. <laughs> Me?
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, my dear. Um,
2: I'm a half-elf. I have blonde hair and bluish-purple eyes. I am wearing often brown with bits of gold, and I use magic.
0: Wow, well, you're certainly a different one, aren't you? Uh, you would like to stand off to the side here with everyone else. Okay. I think that's the crew sorted. Everyone else, apologies for not being picked. you either... Too boring, or we didn't really care. Please piss off. Please piss off. And everyone, you can hear some muttering like "fucking useless, fucking or stupid twits." And they all eventually they disperse. They all sort look at each other. They they're talking for a bit like, "Did we pick a good team here?" Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this could work. Hello, nice to meet you all. To just so you're a bit more aware, because obviously we're a bit brief with the job. The job for this is we'll be travelling to Saltmarsh and then for it'll be about a three week, two and a half week journey. We'll stay in Salt Marsh for a week to get everything sorted and then we'll be returning to another winter. And you're expected to obviously help out on the ship and then bring us back safely. And the pay is twenty gold pieces each, if you're all interested. All food and that will be taken care of and you can do whatever you like when we get to Solmarsh.
1: Mm. That sounds good to me. I mean, we applied because we are interested, right? Like that, think oh, yes. that'd be the truth. What say you, fish?
3: Yeah. Alright, that's yeah. yes! Well, that
0: settles it then. We'll be setting sail in two, maybe three hours, so if there's anything you need to get in the town before we set off, then feel free to do it now. However, any help setting up the ship would be very appreciated.
3: Oh, well, uh, I don't need much from the town, so I'll give you a hand. Brilliant, I'll Thank help you. as well. Ah, uh, you're a strange sort of sea cow, aren't you? And that is not a fish. Ah, well, I caught her on a rod. Is
1: that, is it then a fish? Uh, well, are, are you a fish? Whatever makes you
2: not kill me? Yeah.
3: Wait, oh. I might eat a fish. Okay, well, maybe but she's I'm not, not a fish.
2: I'm not a fish,
3: then. Alright, she's not a fish. Interesting. Problem solved. Well, I, I, <laughs> and I have to rethink the world. Um, well, <laughs> let's get to helping aboard this boat. Next
2: question, would you eat A mermaid?
3: Uh, a mermaid? Uh, no, no, not not a mermaid. Okay. He, t- he has a wistful look <laughs> in his eye for a moment.
0: <laughs> so there's nothing anyone needs to swallow before they set sail? Don't think so.
3: Don't think so. No? I okay. need to figure out how much gold I have, yar. Alright, boy. Well, let's uh, do this.
0: We'll see whatever your background gives you.
3: <laughs> yar, I shall. So yes, thanks to your help,
0: it takes only about an hour and a half to get everything sorted. And he set sail. The boat you're on is a, uh, a keel boat, if I'm not mistaken. It's one of the smaller vessels, however, it's fine for the purposes of this. Yeah, keel boat. It, the boat itself is is nice. It's nothing too spectacular. It's not got a quarters as much. It's just basically a main sleeping area. So even like the others, I'm gonna have to share with you. There is a single ballista at the front of the ship. It, it seems functional. There's a single mast, which is about. 20 to 30 feet high, where the crow's nest is. There is a spyglass on board, so if anyone would like to be like a lookout or a scout, they are more than welcome to.
2: We're putting the kinko up in the crow's nest. I don't care.
0: <laughs> That's about right.
3: Son of a butt sack!
0: Yes. Um, um, yes, <laughs> indeed. So yeah, you are set sail. The journey itself is quite a calm and nice one. You go out the docks, and then it's a bit of, like, an open water for a few hundred miles. You do, after two or three days, you go past a set of islands. They look pretty barren. They're nicknamed the Whale Bones, which is also near Waterdeep. You pass that. You can see there's a lot more traffic going to Waterdeep than there is Neverwinter. However, Neverwinter is also busy in, in of its own right. As you're getting closer to Saltmarsh, the islands start to get more condensed, At once it was like a big open sea. There's more like individual islands on there. The journey is about three weeks. So is there anything anyone would like to do whilst they're on the ship? Do keep in mind that for about at least five hours a day, you are expected to help out on the ship. Make sure that everything's secured. Make sure the sails are fine and all that sort of thing. Bellinor is actually the one at the helm. So no one needs to worry about that.
1: I would like to pretend that I'm helping out on the ship and try not to do anything during the whole vacation. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that's easy enough, they have their own things to think about, so they're not... I'll be like, yeah, I'm cleaning, and just done with the mop.
1: Like, yeah, I'm looking forward,
0: and just sleep in the, you know, in the bird's nest. <laughs> Sounds about right. Anybody
1: else? I'll be fishing!
0: Okay, there is a thing for fishing, which I cannot remember off the top of my head.
1: Oh, I want to sit and watch, as well, when keep fishes, sometimes.
3: Okay. If you're watching me fish, I'll tell you a tale! Look here, and I pull out from my fishing tackle supply a strange circular pattern. It's like some sort of almost translucent, stretchy, but hard material set out in several circles connected together. And I say, I found this one night on a storm. It seemed to come through a tear in the sky and land right in my lap. I don't know where it was from. But I attached it to the end of my lure and I've been catching fish with it ever since. Looks like dog poop. No, no, no dog
1: could poop anything like this.
2: <laughs> I oh, feel
1: like yeah. I need some clarification on your definition of fish.
3: You know, I am um, like birds, but they swim, and instead of feathers, they've got scales.
1: Unacceptable!
3: I, well, that's a good definition. I'd like
1: to see yours. A fuckface. Well, I mean, I guess that's a pretty good definition. But, I mean, you caught that one a fish. Well,
3: I, for now, I, I was considering anything I caught to be a fish. That way, you see, you are a much better fisherman. True. So, so a boot is also a fish, if you catch it. Depends how hungry you are. But um, I was counting boots, yes. Quite a few, to be honest.
4: Oh, I remember um, I was hungry for boots when I was strangled in the island. That
0: wasn't fun. So if you'd like to do some fishing, uh, please roll a survival check.
3: Survival check. Oh Mm. dear. First roll of the campaign. YAR! I cast my It's not a net, it's a fishing line.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um So you do a big overarm (sighs) here. The, the line itself goes out for a uh, very, very long distance. A bit further than you expected. You're quite impressed with yourself. I do this all the time. And you sit there for a couple minutes. Normal. Ten. This is getting a bit...
3: Mm. Sometimes the fish are sleepy. Twenty. It's night time for a fish about this time of the day. Uh, with the sun in the sky like that. A lot of them go to bed at this time. I' kind of
1: like I think you fucked up. Try. I probably
3: had a big meal yesterday, to be honest. Two hours.
1: Fish don't (laughs) sleep.
3: Then
0: then, then you you get a tug.
3: Uh, Oh, that's it. Yes.
0: Roll a strength check.
3: Oh, that's a big one. I can feel it. Right. Come here, you dastardly dastard. Uh, Yeet. I rolled a seven. (laughs) Hur.
1: (laughs) Come. You
0: feel an overwhelming force hit you in the face. Oh, you're knocked on your ass, and you're on oh. your back. And then you look up, and you see at your feet is a old, decrepit, rusty boot.
1: Oh, I, I, I fi- a fish! I caught one! I Smell. think this one is dead. It's a boot-like we've, fish. We've been over this, like, an hour ago. That's not a fish. Uh, Alright. Well, does anybody fancy eating boot? I want to start trying to chew on it. Um, oh,
3: right, he actually is. No one's ever taken me up on that.
0: You, you, you take a bite into it, and it's absolutely abhorrent. It's the worst texture you've probably ever felt in your entire life. Just this old, leathery sole of a boot that's been in the water for maybe hundreds, thousands of years. You have no idea.
1: Mm, that's so tasty! <laughs> oh, it's too late. I co- never will ah. I see that image.
3: I, I did not expect that.
1: Uh,
3: right. Well, I guess I am a fisherman. Well done. Catch- that's a fish.
2: Catch another one. <laughs> he ate it, therefore it's a fish. Um,
3: Is that how
1: that works? Well, I'm not sure if I ate it, but I definitely.
0: Just as a note, every day for at least, I would say, fifteen hours of the day, Bellinor and Estella bicker like little children they always bicker over what you would always think is like the littlest things like they didn't get enough supplies or they did or they didn't and one day they switch arguments and then the other day they they go back to their original arguments and then they agree but then they also want to argue about it and they all seem to find the littlest thing that they can argue about just to pass the day and Gallen never gets involved he always stays in in the quarters quote unquote alright so, about, I'd say, two weeks in, you've travelled for about 550 to 600 miles at this point, And you start to go past the main island that Solmarsh is on. Aleron, I believe it's called. Solmarsh is on the southern end of the island, and you've, you've just gone past the north end. Clank. You're up in the crow's nest, and near the actual island itself, you see... A number of rocks, which seem to go into like a cave system of sort. It's a massive entrance to like a, a cave that seems to go into the ocean. The first thing you notice is the area around it is red, crimson red, blood. And then you start to see the floating body in the ocean, scaly, deep green, with like uh, yellow fins at the top of the head. You can barely see its open mouth with the sharp rows of teeth. On one arm, it still has its shield attached to it And it's loosely holding a club In its open palm A lizardfolk And a couple more And then nothing else Just dead corpses of lizardfolk At this point, at the back of the ship Eleanor and, and Estella are bickering as usual And Galen for once finally gets fed up with it And he storms up to the hull, separates them, and starts to shout in their face for about five minutes. He's letting off his steam, as it were. Hip, hip, and clank. You both... The first thing that you hear is the sound of metal piercing through the air at a high velocity. (sighs) You're at the helm itself. And then you start to see an image come towards the helm. And as it gets to about 60 feet away, it focuses in a deadly harpoon. Multiple bars, about 10 of them, at the end of the harpoon. But with a wooden shaft, and it's flying straight towards the back of the helm. And before you can reach out and do anything, the harpoon spears through the back of Gallon at a downward angle, and he just slumps over in a massive clump. And before he can do anything, before his brothers can scream, his body is immediately yanked away. (laughs) Sploosh. And then Clank. You see something chasing you. At the back of the ship, as you look out where the harpoon came from, you see a number of bodies in the ocean that are just going to surface back under. You catch them before they do, however. The bodies are... They're almost like At first you think they're sharks, you're confused. However, they focus in, they have green, almost scaly bodies. They have these purple shoulder pads made of corals or reefs, perhaps. Then they have these purpley blue fins on their arms. Green fins at the top of the head and on the sides, almost like ears. These sharp, piercing yellow eyes. About three rows of teeth in the mouth. Anyone who has ever been on the sea before recognizes a shogun. And as they go below the water, I need everyone to roll initiative. Hippig, you would be at the back of the helm, which is up here. Yeah,
3: you guys should uh, be down there. Be I. Oh, no. So he ruled a one.
2: Remember to select your token before you press the initiative.
0: So, Hippig, you're the first to react to this. What are you going to do? You can see that Bellona and Estella are screaming and they're looking like they're going to run towards the front of the ship.
1: Uh, I will just continue driving the ship. I have no ways of uh, defending us (sighs) on a ranged fighting. So you'll
0: continue to attempt to steer the ship where you want to be going? Yes. Okay. Do you have water water vehicles proficiency? I do. Okay, so roll me your tool with wisdom. Wisdom. Oh well. No, it's fine, because it was already going on its course, so you just managed to keep it going. Anything else?
1: Uh, would that be my action? I
0: assume so. That, that is your action. You still have your bonus if you'd like to do anything.
1: Like that. Uh, in that case, I can't do anything.
0: Okay. Nevia, what are you doing?
2: I'm gonna look at my trusty dwarf. Point at the fish people. Is that food?
3: YAR! you can catch that one! Whee! They'd be some tasty-looking fish! Gonna
2: move up here, and then There's I'm... Fish. Gonna I take... eat this
3: fish off the stern of the ship.
2: I'm going to take the dodge action.
0: Okay, so you're standing there waiting for them to come up. Yeah. They're looking like they're trying to rush at you now.
2: Yeah.
0: As that's happening, Clank, what are you going to do?
2: Here they come!
0: Call our chillers and rush to the back of the boat. Okay. So you, it, would, it would be your full movement to run down to the base of the mast, because the, the mast itself is for your feet. It does have a rope ladder, so it doesn't cost you any uh, extra movement. But you can use your action to dash.
2: You're you a like. really big bird compared to the rest of us.
1: Problem solved.
0: So you get to the back of the mast, but unfortunately you can't do anything. Eleanor, your turn. What would you like to do? You're currently on the main deck of the ship. You can run to the back of the up to the helm and try and fire at them if you like. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so you run up. Nope, Do the... so you run up to the back? You firing an eldritch blast.
4: Okay.
0: Oof! You're not quite used to these powers yet, and you just it is a fantastical light. However, it looks fabulous. Sick. Unfortunately, misses one. The shogun. The shogun. You watch as they ascend, almost like a cannon. They just fire towards your ship. And they all manage to get to the back of the ship, and they're all starting to climb the back of it. However, they only get about halfway, as the back of the ship itself is about 30 feet-ish high. So they're having to use, they're having to use all their movement and their action to climb up it. So that they get about halfway. And as they get closer, the, um, the four of you right at the back there, you can see that they already look injured, like they've just been through a massive battle uh, in of themselves, and they're bloodthirsty, and they want more. Indy. Can I see them? You can't currently see them, no. But you know where they are.
1: Okay. You know um,
0: roughly that they're at the back of the ship.
1: I will get on the stairway. I guess I will wait for the first one of them to show up, and I'm going to shoot them in the face.
0: Okay, so you're holding your action. Ah, oh,
3: Wait! Wait for me! I Come shout as I face oh. off after him. Can I, I can't really see any better, but... May the great Behedron aid thee fighting these horrible fish, and I cast Bless. Who you casting Bless on? With How many people can I cast Three. On? Up to three! I cast the first wave, the first three! You hear me shout in whale song. And you feel blessed! So. <laughs> Plank,
0: Hip Hig, and um, Maviva. You've all been blessed by the ancient behemoth. Is that the end of your turn?
3: Yeah, that'd be the end.
0: Alright, top of the round, hey pig.
1: Oh, they're climbing the ship.
0: Hmm. There's one of
1: them in range.
0: They're about 15 feet away from you, and they're, they're continuing to climb up.
1: Alright, can I jump off the edge and fucking take my anchor and just chop down on one of them?
0: You can absolutely try. I'll Go for so. it.
1: Roll me, yeah, oh.
0: yeah, just, 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 just do the attack roll, fuck it.
1: Wait, the ship is actually what? moving. Oh, I have Bless, I didn't even know. It realize.
0: is moving, yeah.
1: So it's uh, 28 to hit.
0: Yeah, it definitely hits. And you <laughs> just, with the force, you go for the one in the middle, and your anchor just, although it's bludgeoning usually, it just pierces through him and just <laughs> splits him in half, and he just. And the blood starts to mix with the ocean water sorts get like almost like a diluted wine colour to it. Would you like to try and hang onto the side of the ship or are you going in the water? I'm
1: going in the water.
0: Spoosh you disturb the water even more and the shogun very, very confused. <laughs> Is that the end of your turn? <laughs> Unfortunately yes. Okay. <laughs> M- Maviva. <laughs>
2: See, I I I have some brain cells, so I, I know that jumping off the ship might not be the best idea.
4: <laughs> I'm a I can can't even
0: that.
2: <laughs> so like look confused at that and I take up my javelin and we're like to aim it at one of these guys.
0: <sighs> Roll attack. And As you lean over the side of the ship. Plus 1d4. Yeah, it hits. They're not hard to hit. Oh. Your arrow jams it right in its shoulder, and it wails in audible, screeching pain. As you can see, that is actual shoulder that you hit. You targeted a point that had already been damaged, and it's almost like that arm's about to fall off completely. You did some bad damage to it. We'll say for purposes that was the leftmost one that was Yep. Would you like to do anything else? You're currently leaning over the side of the ship. Do you want to stay where you are?
2: Is there rope nearby?
0: Um, yeah, we'll say for purposes there's some loose rope.
2: Okay, I would just like to grab that for now.
0: Okay, free action, just grab it. Cool. Clanky boy.
4: I guess we're already in it, so I'll probably attack.
0: Yep, one of them has already been injured. Do you want to go for that one or a new one?
4: Probably the one right in front of me. Okay.
0: The rightmost one this time. Go for it.
4: Then I will fire a missile at him and then back up.
0: Definitely hits. Roll for damage. Four piercing. Uh, the bolt hits him in like the in like the and you can see some blood splurting out. Nice hit. Uh, where would you like to move back to? Down the stairway? Down to the bottom of the, down to the main deck?
4: Um, I just want to go back but I want to be able to shoot him. I guess I'll go back to the mast and maybe jump up there when I can.
0: Okay. You can start climbing the mast. You'll get about 5 or 10 feet up.
4: Okay.
0: Elana, you currently can't see any from where you're standing. However, you could move closer to the back of the helm and fire over the side at them if you want to. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, okay. Do you want to go for one of the ones that's already been damaged, or... Yeah, Yeah, okay. So you rush up, left or right? Left. Left. So you ropes to Maviva, and then you fire another that will just blast. Fourteen, yeah, that hits. You target the same shoulder that Maviva went for, and he completely separates from the rest of his body, and it just lifelessly falls into the ocean dead, consumed by the ocean itself. Do you want to move back? There we are. Stay where I am. Cool, cool. Nishalgan, they finish their turn climbing right to the top. This one...
1: I'm shooting uh, first, one. as soon as I see one.
0: Yeah, so the first one up is on one on the right. Cool. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> definitely hits! That's what I did. Go for
0: it. Um, there we are. Sorry, first one. You make eye contact for a second, and then you instinctively, the bullet goes through its right eye, out the side. You just see brain and gore and blood splatter all around the back of the helm. And then it falls falls off the side of the ship and just into the water. That one does rush up to you, as well as this last one that was climbing the side of the ship sees Hippig go down into the water, and then just completely lunges at him, spearing one hand and claws in the other. So we'll go for the one for Hippig first. Spear attack. Seven to hit, completely misses. And then it's Claws. Fourteen to hit. Misses. Yeah, just, it it can't, you've gone that far underneath the water due to the uh, velocity of you diving down that it can't even find you. And then it finally sees you. This other one, however, is going to go for Indy as you just completely, brutally murdered his friend. He's going to go for a two-handed spear to the gut and then for a bite attack. So you take 8 points of damage, as it's a uh, 19 to hit. It just jabs you right in the sternum. And then the bi-attack on Indy as well. Does 14 hit you, Indy? Mm, nope, 16. Nope, so as the spear jabs you in the gut, and you take the damage, you then see his mouth going for you, and you just like push like on its chin to try and block it, and you manage to, but you can see the rows and rows of sharp teeth that are completely discolored due to just what you can assume would be all the sh- shit and crap that they've eaten over the years. Mm. That's then done. Charlaman, there's one right in front of you.
3: Indy, don't shoot them. You'll ruin the meat. I'm I gonna sh- look at this fishman right in the eye and I say, More. as I cast Sacred Flame.
0: Oh dear. All right. It hears your whale, and then it sees the flame underneath you. It does like a flip around and lands on the other
3: DON'T RUIN THE MEAT, JUST KILL IT IN A GOOD WAY! Ah, that's my turn.
0: Oh, I completely skipped Indy, my apologies. Yeah, it's so alright. Realize... Yeah, it's your Are turn. You... I just wasn't sure whether, you know, that that moves over or not. No, 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 no. it's your turn, sorry, my apologies. Cool. I will spend this turn just reloading. Okay. Just reload your gun, ready for another round. Yep. Hip pig, there's one right in your face as it's dived after you.
1: A <laughs> poor choice fighting me in the, and I will slam my anchor down on top of his head.
0: Boom! Go for it. Twelve. Uh, That—that's his AC that hits. Oh, perfect. Five. A big. Damage. Whack to the side of the temple. You can see some of the—the the, you can you hear the vicious snapping of its skull inside. It looks very much in pain, but it's
1: still up. I will put my anchor in front of me in a fencing position, and I say, "On guard, you foul creature!"
0: it just replies in utters of tongue that you've never heard in your life before is it never awkward? Understood. it is not oh shit Maviva
2: uh, okay I'm gonna get out my greatsword shing I'm gonna hopefully hit this bad boy
0: go for it Oof. yeah that definitely hits
2: that's a good fish I want to like actually cut this fish
0: as you're bringing out the sword from your back, you do an overhand arc with it and you just completely bisect it. And it just falls into two slumps on the ground.
2: Oh, you've prepared it beautifully! You taught me.
0: You can see its horrible, horrible insides and organs are just completely destroyed.
3: Oh, it's beautiful! <laughs> Clank!
4: Can I go to the top of the mass, like, finish out? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so you climb to the top.
4: I will use my action to infuse a bolt with light.
0: Ooh, nice, nice, nice. All right. So you in spend your turn casting the spell onto it, infusing it. I don't know. Um, The only one remaining is the one in the water. You can shoot at it.
2: Yeah, I'll do that. I was going to say, is there any way for me to attack it?
0: Yeah, you can fire another uh, another blast at it, however... It will be harder to hit. It'll have a little bonus to its AC because it is underneath the water.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, that hits with a 19. <laughs> you can see that it connects, but you don't see the effects of it. Pick, however, You just see this bolt of light smack it in its jaw, and the jaw actually becomes like, disconnected from the rest of it, and it's like slowly hanging off the side of it. It's a weird effect with being under the water as well. It's like, moving unnaturally. It's quite disturbing. Good to know. Indy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's your turn.
1: Uh-huh.
4: I'll
1: get closer, and I'll just wait for the... Can I see it, kind of, from the side? Yeah, you can see it. Cool. It'll be I'll hard to hit, though. I'll try and shoot it.
0: Yeah, go for it. Definitely hit. Go for it. That's exactly what you needed. How do you want to do this? Just kind of shoot it in the gut, I guess? So it just floats up? Yeah. Okay. You aim and psh, and you think you hit it and hitting you see the the bullet like go through its abdomen and then it just like reels like does like a couple backflips in the ocean then slowly rise back back uh back first up to the top of the ocean
1: dead. Oh, well, that takes care of that problem. I Don't that.
3: ruin the meat. Bring it up. Come on. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I will just return to the ship. Oh, you too. can't leave it
3: in the water. I, I try and fish it out with my rod. What do you mean uh, I'm vegetarian? I can Maybe, uh, help you. Can I use my whip as well to help them? Uh,
0: no, because the rip is only ten feet, and the back and the the sh- where you are to the bomb to the ocean is about 30, 45 feet. Cool. So you're I'll whipping I'll... at it, but it's
1: completely
3: not in
0: any way. I'll just range. sweep at the water like I'm
1: helping.
3: I'm that's, helping. I'm sorry. It's no use. It's no. I think it's gone. If you want to, you, you, can, you can
0: see it. Uh, you If you want to try and fish out, there'll be another survival check.
2: That's... Hold I on. I, I... No, I have an idea. I, te- I take the rope, I tie it around the halfling, I throw the halfling in the water. I actually <laughs> <splashing> fall. <bowl. laughs>
0: Spoosh! Although you're quite a fan of the sea, Indy, you're not used to being manhandled like that. And also, there's a dead Shauga next to you.
1: Um... Well, grab on! Grab
3: onto it, I guess. I I my
0: you. eyes. Pull. <laughs> <gasps> That's uh, it.
3: Get a good grip.
0: Yeah. With the uh, make a strength check, indeed. Yep, easy enough. You grab hold tight to its to its legs, and as 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 the others pull you up, you manage to pull up with you, and you have a probably the most um, intact
3: body left. Ah. <laughs> oh. Brilliant, right. Well, don't worry, supper's on me, everybody. We've got enough fish to last us a while.
2: You should use that as a fishing tackle, a halfling. That's a
3: splendid idea.
0: Uh, just as a note, you can see uh, Bellinor and Estella are hiding behind a ballista right at the front of the ship.
3: Oh, no, no need to be frightened. Uh, dinner will be ready soon. And it's dead. I, I... I think I, I take
2: this one if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, there's no response to what you said.
1: <laughs> like one. Don't of the be half scared. Of the, I don't like know what's girl. wrong with him. Could hey! one of the half of the dead bodies? That's one. That's on the deck, and just run towards them and go like, "Look, it's dead!" Ah! <laughs> uh, screeches.
2: We've taken care of the threat. Um, like to go up to
1: them as well.
0: I can see that. Um.
2: Thank you and well done. Um, that's what we get paid for to make sure you get safely to Harper, isn't it?
0: Uh, essentially, um, yeah. <sighs> Fucking Gallon.
1: No, unfortunately, the commander is dead. Which one of you is the second in command?
0: Um. Uh, Gallon. Uh, not Ga- uh. Uh, Bellanos pipes up and says, I suppose that's me now as the um." Although. Um, I've, I'm the oldest. Galen always took charge.
1: Right. Well, you're going to have to pipe up next time we fight.
0: Um, apologies. Um,
1: there was absolutely no teamwork in that. It was disgraceful.
0: We've never been in a
1: fight before.
0: Um, and also seeing Galen being... Ragdod like that was a bit of an experience. Hmm. I mean, we'll get, I think we'll spend some more time in Solmos much now, because we we'll We'll still try and do what we came out to do, um, but we're going to need some time to clear our heads before that, maybe like a, a week or two. Um, however, we'll never be fucking returning here. Um... But we'll, we'll still need to be brought back to Neverwinter.
2: Understandable.
0: Um, so yeah.
2: Do any of you guys speak fish people? And What's with all that? points point to all the deadlifts and folks in the water.
0: Are, the, are you talking to the drow?
2: I'm just
1: talking in general.
0: Right.
1: Well, I'm assuming it was a, a ship under attack earlier.
0: Um uh, Estella pipes up. Um, I heard about um Lizardfolk and Shogun have always hated each other. Um there's always been over here. It seems like it just might have been a hunting party of sorts, maybe. Interesting. Lizardfolk are indigenous well both races are indigenous to the area. Both are equally as dangerous though, so I wouldn't be too get too close to them.
2: Lizard folks can be all right.
0: Some can. Most aren't. But um, yeah, we're gonna go take a lie down. Um, that was a lot.
2: We will clean up here, Dick.
0: Uh thank you, thank you. Uh, and maybe...
2: Don't eat, don't eat dinner tonight.
0: Oh no, don't worry, we won't. Yes. I have, I ever heard. Don't worry about it. And they both make their way back into the quote unquote quarters.
3: Time to loot the bodies. Yeah, I'm preparing them. What have I found?
0: <laughs> um Yeah, um the the only bodies that are left, there's nothing there's no like um, pockets on them or sorts. Um the only thing of note was their spears that they had. Which weren't really spears, they were more like they were more like I said, they had like ten barred harpoons on them. That were vicious looking. Probably not resellable. But you don't know.
2: Oh uh, I would like to take two of those. Are they yeah. Can you throw them?
0: Yeah, yeah, they they act as an all spear. There's okay. uh, I'll say there's four on deck.
2: can I get my javelin back?
0: Um you uh, no, actually. Yeah. That's uh, because, why I'm taking spear. Yeah, the javelin the the body of the, the shogun that, was, that had the javelin got splashed into the water. So yeah, that that javelin's gone, and you're already like a couple miles away from it.
3: Ah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll take one too. It could be good for deep sea fishing.
0: Okay. Uh, and then you you eventually um, clear the deck, um, prepare dinner. If it's Shogun, then I'm concerned. If it's not, then that's okay. Um, And rest finds everyone. Um, It's another week or so before you get to Somos, And the rest of the journey is not as interrupted as this. Um, It's a pretty calm journey for the most part. Um, And you arrive in Somos. Somos is noticeably quieter than what um uh Neverwinter was because it's only it's it's barely a town it can't really be called a town really um it is the one of the main ports of this island um however that's not saying much um and as you come in you see some buildings of note you see, you can see what seems to be a church um up up on top of this like valley here. You do see a couple manors. Um, notably down here near the ports. Um, You'll see this island over here, uh, which is completely disconnected from the rest of it, which seems there's some uh, monument, maybe, of sorts on it. You're not entirely sure. Um, the port itself only has like a couple of ships itself in it. Um, so that there's plenty of room to dock, and you find a good area, um, and then the elves, uh, Belenor and Estella come out, and they say, um, we're going to go speak to the Dark Master and get this all registered and sorted. Would you guys mind um, securing the ship and everything?
3: Uh, you can leave that with us, but uh, come back soon. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll come back once we've, once it's all sorted. And then they make the, they head off. Um, right, let's go. You're just leaving?
1: <laughs> Wait, we've been tasked with a, with, with a job.
3: We can't just leave. I guess, but I'm bored. Let's go. Come, come on, on there's a port.
2: You can go. We'll stay here and take care of the ship. And if you get marked, don't come crying to me.
3: Um, yeah, to mention, we haven't even been paid yet. Uh, you, you both raise very good points. I shall stay. Um, as
0: you're um, setting up the... Uh, securing the ship. How, uh, sorry. You, there's, you get a couple moods from the town. Um, the town seems to be in a happy mood. You can see the markets nearby. And they, the, the what you can see of the fishmongers, they seem to be plentiful and full of fish. It seems like it's a good catch recently. Um, as well as you, Clank, and Hippig, you pick up on, so, on a couple of human sailors talking. Um, uh, and one of them says to the other, yeah, I was just asleep in my room on uh, on one of the nights, and I noticed that there was no moon out. Um, I didn't think anything of it. Um, and then I looked outside my window, and I saw what looks like uh, Jim, but it wasn't Jim, because Jim died at sea when he drowned. It looks like it was a ghost, maybe, trying to get into his house. Um, it, I don't know, maybe. I,
1: it was weird. It was kind of creepy.
0: Um, and then the other one goes further, you've clearly been drinking too much whiskey. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's the, That's it. And that's what you pick up and then they walk off.
1: I'll agree with the one that says uh, he'd been drinking too much and, uh, continue with the ship.
0: Okay. Um, about 15 or so minutes later, they else they come back. Uh, yeah, so the ship's registered, um, for about two months' stay in case anything goes wrong. Um, you're free to use the ship if you need to go to someone on the island. Just please let us know first. Um, we're going to be going to a tavern nearby called the 10th Hell. We know the guy who owns it. Um, you're free to join us if you wish or I'll take a look around the town. I, I want
2: don't... my payment first.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's fair, that's fair. And they go into their, um, pu- uh, the um reach into the Pocky, and hands you all a pouch of 20 gold.
3: Yeah. Nice.
1: Nice. Well, now that I've received payment, I shall join you in the tavern! Hey!
0: So... You... Do you all go to the tavern, or does anyone want to do anything in particular?
1: I, I would like to maybe find a blacksmith first.
0: Um. Let's see... Uh, you do see what looks to be three shops next to each other, so the um, the ship itself is on this this dock here, and the, the you can see that the tavern is uh, in that shop there. Um, have you look down the street? You see what seems to be three shops next to each other, all connected, um, and you can see a blacksmith sign above one of the shops.
1: Oh well, if you'll excuse me, I have to do something first. I'll join you in a bit. Okay. Don't all get right. out. I'll Don't keep your can... seat warm.
2: Yeah, don't get your kidney stone
1: I, I i look down towards my massive belly I think i'll be fine these <laughs> kidneys would fetch a lot
3: um,
2: what they would be like able to go into 10 people
3: yeah maybe we should steal his kidneys Boy, sure. no I guess let's get a drink.
0: is there th- so is it just um hippie going away from the tavern does anyone else want to do anything
4: Clanko, nope, follow okay. Hippig.
0: Okay, so you both go to the uh, blacksmith. As you approach, you can see a large sign above the blacksmith sign, which says the armory, and the blacksmith is the middle of the two of the three shops. The one on the left says the hide, the hind's hide, and the one on the right says bows and guns emporium. The blacksmith is the uh, Dragon steel. Dragon's steel. All right. So you I go to the, uh, the blacksmith. The blacksmith shop is really, really nice. It's well kept. It's not mucky in any way. You see, you can see like the main forge area. You not the smelter, however, the smelter is most likely out back. You actually did see the smelter as you were coming in. It was a massive smelter. It's huge. Um, it was almost like the size of the back of the the shop itself. Um, and you see um, at the counter um, a human male, with like, sort of like patch thinning brown hair that's pushed over to one side. It's become darker with some soot, and looks more like black than brown. He's got like these dull green eyes. Uh, he has a thin, dark brown beard that's patching in, in parts, mostly due to embers from the flame, maybe. Uh, the clothes he's wearing is a um, almost like a black with this gold- golden patterned uh, kilt on. He has a uh, white dull grey shirt on, these thick leather boots on, and these very thick, well-worn um, leather gloves on, and he gives you a wave as you approach.
1: Ah, greetings, sir.
0: Ah, uh, hello. Um, how may I help you?
1: Ah, you see, I-, I would like to put my anchor on the, uh, the counter.
0: My, my, you are a very interesting figure, and a- wielding a very interesting weapon. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, it's not much of a weapon as it is a um, a possession, I would say. Ah, I see. However, I would like it fitted with maybe a chain so that I could, uh, let's say, throw it and then yank it back.
0: He takes the uh, anchor and he picks up fairly easily. He seems quite strong, even though he's a bit of an older human. Um, he looks over. Ah, uh, how strong are you, my sir?
1: Right. Sorry. What was that?
0: He's asking how strong you are.
1: Oh well, I mean, (laughs) define strong. Do you think we can have a little arm wrestling contest? And Jack.
0: Yeah, go for it. He puts his arm down on the counter, waiting.
1: Oh, I I shall do the same.
0: Okay. Um. Let's say for the purpose of this, we'll roll opposing strength checks.
1: Sixteen.
2: Boom.
0: You immediately win. You're on a natural one.
1: (laughs) About that strong.
0: Well, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I could totally make this. This this won't take me too long. Uh, Maybe a... Iron steel chain. Keep it sturdy. That could work. Um, Let's say, for purposes of this. It won't cost too much to be fair. just a chain at the end of the day. Five gold.
1: Five gold? Yeah, sure. That sounds great.
0: I uh, give him five gold. So he takes it, puts it on the counter. Uh, come back, um, what time is it now? About five. Come back at ten. We'll be ready.
1: All right. I shall uh, leave the shop and head towards the tavern. Oh, wait, no, uh, wait, there's someone else with me, isn't there?
0: Yeah, uh, Clank, do you want anything? He hasn't actually seen you because you're so small. <laughs> and also, you you were falling hippig, so he definitely didn't see you.
4: Yeah, Clank's just following behind, like, with his cloak covering and everything, so you, you, nobody really sees him.
0: Okay. So you both exit, go towards the 10th hell. Um, the elves say to the people going to, to the uh, tavern, oh, We'll meet you in a bit, we need to go to, uh, speak to someone that we know. Um, they make the leave. And you guys approach. Um, the outside of the tavern is it's a single-story tavern. Um, very nice-looking uh, wooden walls. Uh, you can see some glass paint on the outside, which could look in. Um, and you approach the door. Um, it sounds very quiet in there. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of noise at the moment. Uh, just for... oh, a
1: Looks like somebody tried your cooking, charloman Everybody's dead in there.
3: Uh, this isn't right at all Let's, uh, I'm sure there's a much more of a warm welcome on the inside
0: ok so yeah, as you all um, you make your way in um, the interior of the tavern is literally empty there's nobody in there um, however it is a very nice interior there's, as you walk through there's a, there's a set of three carpets that aren't together which curve around to the side they're definitely single uh, carpets you see in between... There's four tables as you enter uh, towards the back of the front room. And you see two sets of armour in between the two rows of tables. One of them's holding... Uh, they're both holding trays. And on one of them, there's a, a line of upside-down tankards. And another on the one, there's a row of um, wine glasses. You then look down the uh, corridor uh, to your right. And you see on, on one of the walls is a mantle, two swords... Um, no nice swords. Nice enough. They're pretty simple. Um, and you see the uh, tavern owner, who is sat behind the tavern, twiddling with his thumbs. Um, he says, Ah, oh, hello! Uh, come in, come in, friends, come in!
3: Yeah, uh, alright there, it's a uh,
0: bit quiet, isn't it? Have we come see, at the wrong time? The man that you see before you is a, um, a red-skinned tiefling. He has a set of horns that go around the ears and and a point underneath them. He has a green vest on with like uh, that's buckled around the side. Bluish teal pants on, a uh, set of leather braces on. Um There you go, so you can all see what he looks like.
3: He's very uh, handsome.
0: Uh hello, hello. Uh, nice to meet you all. The the name's uh the name's Jean. Nice to meet you all. Uh uh who are you, how, how how can I help you all today?
3: Well, it may come as a surprise to you, sir, but uh, we would all like a drink. Oh, I'm sure, my friend, I'm sure. Uh, we have three things
0: that we offer here. Uh, it's a bit early. Uh, this is m- more of a night night bar, as you will. Um, uh, that but, makes sense. Yeah, it, it comes alive at night time. You should see it, my friend. Uh, there's We offer a very nice cider, uh, a very nice uh, bitter, which is a bit cheaper, it's a bit shit. Um, and also, and something that we like to call an eternal flame wine.
3: Ah! Right, well, uh, I'll take all three. Uh, what are you guys having?
1: All three in one pint,
2: please. Uh, just oh, no. a wine for me.
3: He looks must at you must
2: have dwarven blood.
0: He looks at you very confused, Indy. He? He's like, well, if that's what the man wants, that's what the man wants. Uh, that's would you what like the a... man
1: wants.
0: Would you like a, a bottle of the wine? or
2: uh, just, just start me off with a glass. I'm going to need a it.
0: Uh, a glass is two gold and the bottle is ten.
2: You know, uh, give me the bottle ahead.
0: Okay, very well. And he walks off to, to the back of the bar, and you see that there's a wine rack, and there's all, all this like, black, blackened bottle. Um, not you can't see the interior of it; it's completely black. And he does a little, uh, does a wolf whistle. I can't do one. And you see the uh, the, the armor with uh, the tray of wine glasses on comes to life and walks towards the bar. And sets out three wine glasses and then walks back and the other armor comes to life as well and brings over three tankards and then walks back and then they both go back into their rests and he pours uh, pours uh, you a glass of wine uh, as well as um, uh, Charlemagne and uh, Aote um, and Indy you wanted all three in one <laughs> yes okay he pours, like, uh, a third of the wine into uh, the bottom of the uh, tankard and then takes the tankard, does another third with the cider and another third with the bitter, and then puts it on the table. He takes out a bit of a notepad. He takes out a notepad and, ru- and starts right down a tab.
3: By behedron's blowhole, that looks like a bad drink. The, the wine
0: itself, yeah, with all three makes it looks horrible, but... The wine itself is um, like a crimson red and you can see the actual top of the, the where the wine is sitting in the glass is on fire. Oh, uh,
3: Well, uh, how am I supposed to drink this? Do I blow you it out or... this. You Oh, do... you, wa-
0: you won't feel it, my friend. Do you just chug it? <laughs> uh,
3: uh, yeah, uh, Alright then! When in Rome! <sighs> R-
2: raise your glass and just repeat after me.
3: All right, first, I raise my glass.
2: And I'm going to say a curse word in Infernal and then chuck it. Uh,
0: What do you say in Infernal? What do
2: do I say? It's like... Hellfire, something You're to this.
0: Uh, Hellfire is good, my friend. (sighs) As you drink it, it's a very, very fiery taste in the mouth to begin with. Um, almost like uh, almost like it is on fire, but it's not at the same time. It's a weird, almost like an illusion. Um, as it goes down the back of your throat, it's got a very nice burning effect to the back of your throat and then sits in your stomach and it's like, gives a nice warming feeling, almost like whiskey. Um, and then leaves a very nice irony taste in the mouth.
2: I can see this being good at sea.
0: Oh, definitely. You should, I mean, if you like it so much, you can take some with you. I'm Uh, making
2: myself. Oh, you do? Mm, Bit of a happy Yeah,
0: I have to keep myself entertained somehow in this shithole.
2: Oh yeah, it doesn't seem too alive at this point.
0: Ah, well. If they're having a good catch, then they're happy. If they're not, then they're miserable.
2: See, the thing was, when we rolled in here to town, we heard some weird things about the moon being gone.
0: Um. Hmm. I'm not sure of that, to be honest. Um. Hmm. I've always seen the moon. Eh, yeah, there's probably some drunken dicks.
3: Yeah, they, they did seem they'd been drinking, but... Seems like a hell of a thing to dream up! You guys are obviously not around here, are you? Oh, uh, my... What gave us away? Uh,
0: well... Do I need to say it? Uh,
3: no, probably not.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um... Would you like to know, it... how long are you here for? Might I ask.
2: At least two weeks.
0: At least two? Okay. Um, if you ever find yourself bored, uh, south of here, about an hour, hour and a half walk from here, there's a, an, a, a, the main tourist attraction of the region, the Haunted House. It's very scary, I assure you. Oh, that sounds like
2: fun. That yeah. sounds like fun.
0: It's been empty for about two decades. It's, it's cool, I guess.
3: Uh, that's a good time to build up ghosts. Two decades. Get, get a few in that space.
0: There are no ghosts there, my friend, I assure you. But eh, it'd be a, it, I'm sure it would be a fun destruction.
3: Uh, all right. Uh, what else you got? Uh, drinks or in the town? In the town. Uh, you got a haunted house? You got any rides or anything like that? Or a brothel. Or a, or a brothel. Great idea.
0: He leans in. There's no brothels, but I mean, this is the nightclub. Yeah, close enough. Um, there's 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 a few things in the town. I guess you should go see um Zandros. Uh, she's uh, the she, captain Zandros of the Faithful Quartermasters. It's uh near the center of the town. Um, I believe, so, at least. I my memory uh my memory fails me at dead times. Especially because I'm very, very bored. Uh, actually, no, nah, think about it. If you go out of here, uh, over the bridge, and then on down on the other side of the, the island, you'll come across it. Big, big, big Uh, building. She sells magic items. She's a very nice lady.
2: And um, what was her name, captain?
0: Captain Zandros. She's a tiefling woman, like myself. We have a very nice working relationship.
2: I can imagine.
0: Yeah. Are you meeting anyone here?
2: Oh, we came here together with a uh, and his drow friend.
0: Ah, Bellino is Estella. Ah, I know. I, they've they've been a couple times. Um, yeah, we're on the job. They're they're okay. They're, they're right.
2: Yeah, the, the third elf died. It seems so.
0: Oh, that's the, that's a uh, that's a shame. I have to give him a bottle of the wine in the house. Well, we can take it to him if you like. Ah, uh, they'll be here soon meeting enough. us here.
2: I'm, don't be I'm, dishonest.
0: I'm sure they'll be here soon enough. Um, how are you folks for religious types?
3: Well, I don't really... Uh, come closer, come closer. I don't really know if many people know about this, but I am the chosen one of the great Behedron, god of the seas and storms.
0: You see his red eyes just, like, uh, like, looking at you, and then they just blink a few times rapidly. He then puts the back of his, his hand to your forehead, which is... And his hand's quite warm. He says, Are you sure you don't have a fever, good sir?
3: I do have a fever! A fever for Behedron!
0: Okay. When you start fantasizing over fake gods, uh, maybe go to the Seagrove. Uh, out of the town, it, it's... Uh, it's a big forest outside the town, across from the Kingfisher River. It's to do with obed High,
3: I think? I think
0: that's it. I don't know, something like that. It's a well, good tourist attraction.
3: I may go take a look, but I, I assure you I am telling no tale. Bahedron is real.
0: Right, okay.
2: Mm-hmm, uh, yeah.
0: There's also, there's also a, a temple for a, a pork can, I think it is. Um... If you go up the, uh, the up uh, north of where this is up the valley, it's near the cemetery and also uh, also near Winston's store. You should stop there if you need a map of anything. Ooh.
2: And where was this again?
0: Uh, it's up up the valley near the cemetery.
2: Yes.
0: Uh about we need this. Time, Kingfisher River. Yeah, about this time uh both Hippig and Clank arrive at the tavern. Uh and as as you enter, um with the loud heavy fuds and also the, the light tip tapping of Clank, uh John leans over and says, Uh these your friends?
2: Yeah. Oh no one
0: uh, Ah oh. hello, hello.
1: Are ah, they being true. our
0: crew? Ah, I see, I see. What you, what can I get you to drink, good sir? Ah, oh, what do you have? Uh, I'll well, play this one. Have. And I show him my full cup.
2: Now take the wine. Take the wine if you want the experience.
0: There's a, a there's a bottle of wine. It, the, I mean, you've had a couple drinks from it. You can just have that. Or we have yeah. a bitter or a cider.
1: I mean, I'll look towards Indy's glass first. Uh, that looks absolutely horrid. Is that even drinkable? It's bubbling. It's yes. lovely. And I pretend to take a sip. <sighs> make a deception
0: yeah, check.
3: Fine. I, yeah, make, I, I, make, I would like a, to...
0: No, make a sleight of hand. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. You'll think they had
3: a drink. He's stronger than he looks, that one. He's got an iron stomach.
1: As far as give it a try.
3: Uh, no, no, I'm fine, thank you. I'm an observer in this sport.
2: No. Oh.
0: Do you two require
3: uh, a wine glass or a tankard? Uh, you are quite large, but you are quite small.
0: Unfortunately, we do not have
1: the wine.
3: Okay,
0: I, I can't do wolf wizard. So you can see uh, the animate the armor with the uh, the tray of wine glasses comes over and places one in front of uh, both Clank and Hippig, and then moves back. Fuck. And you're free to have a drink of the bottle. It's about two-thirds
3: full.
1: So what have you guys been talking about in the meantime?
3: Well, uh, the lovely bartender here, Jean, has been appraising us of the local features. There's a haunted house and a a religious pond or something like that. Uh, Close enough. uh, Fish wrote them down.
2: Hmm. Uh, yeah, there's um, Haunted House nearby, and then there's the Seagulls, which is near the forest, Kingfisher's River.
0: Yeah, the Seagrove. The Seagrove.
2: And then up near the valley is the cemetery, there's a place we can get some maps.
1: Well, I wouldn't mind checking out the Haunted House, that sounds like a great idea. Aye, that's what I thought, but the E says there's no
3: ghosts there. What? Uh, Then
1: why is it haunted?
3: It's
0: to get tourists. What do you think?
3: Does there come a lot of tourists through here?
0: I reckon no. I wish.
3: Well, I reckon there's a ghost.
0: Uh, also, if you're looking for any um, odd jobs, you should try the uh, the Carpenter's Guild Hall. Uh, it's not too far from here. It. If you go, uh, as you would go towards the valley, when you go up the valley, you take a left up the, up the road. If you just keep going up, uh, straight ahead, and then it's a bit on the right-hand side. Um, there's a, a, a woman there. Um, Jilla, uh, she, she may have a, a job for you.
3: Well, we could use anything to pass the time. Uh,
2: let's, let's start with the haunted house, I would say. Oh, that seems guys. fun. After we, of course, have waited for the elves. Wait, where did our other half-elf go?
1: Yeah, where did our employers go?
3: Uh, There was another one uh, in our crew. Uh, Elena?
1: Is she in here? Did we lose her on the way? She's muted.
2: My token's not on the board. I can't
3: find it.
0: Uh, just drag and drop the character sheet into it. That's how you do it.
3: That's a pretty good stealth roll, if you ask me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me do it.
3: Oh. and drop by the be name mysterious, I the swear. I oh,
0: all, just oh, all, it all of a sudden, appears right behind you, Choloman. Uh,
3: <laughs> ah! <laughs> hey! Uh, no, there. Found uh, Hello. Ah, he- hello. Uh, I hand her one of my drinks. I've got three. I I overestimate myself. Here, have a cider. No, thank you. Ah, t- I mean, oh, right. Uh, fire wine?
1: No, thank you. I don't drink.
3: Oh, I'll- sorry then. I'll offer you the bitter. I didn't understand.
1: Try this one. It's the juice.
2: No, no don't
3: you. try that one. <laughs> uh, would you like, like some, poison. I mean, we
0: have milk instead if you don't want anything alcoholic.
2: No, I'm all right.
0: Okay.
1: Wait, did you mean by you don't drink, like you don't drink, period, like full stop? You just eat food.
2: Do you eat? Yes, do, do you
3: eat?
1: All oh, right. <laughs> well, You must eat very wet food. Her... Have we seen her eat or drink on the ship?
0: Uh, make make a retroactive perception check. <laughs>
1: I think that's called a history check. <laughs> yes. Yeah, make, make a history check.
3: <laughs> a retroactive <Yes>. perception check. <laughs> well, no, the girl's thinking, like, looking around,
0: but. It's... 17. Um, I don't know. Did you eat?
1: <laughs> Me?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah,
3: but did she drink? Did she but, drink?
2: But, but do you drink? Yes. Okay. Like, no just alcohol. soup?
3: Or, like, food, wet food? <laughs> Is that how you get your water?
2: Smoothies. Yes, smoothies.
3: Just just smoothies, that's it.
0: Well, uh... Yeah, she, she, has, she has her own canchip called Smoothie Maker.
3: <laughs> I don't know if our man Jean here can help you out, but I'm sh- he might be able to sort you something. We're thinking about going to a haunted
1: house. Sounds rather fun.
3: Yeah, it should be. Apparently there's no ghosts, but who knows? What do you say, parrot man?
1: All
3: right, boy, let's do this! I, I think that's the yes.
0: I mean, it's about an hour hours away. Uh,
2: we have and, to uh, wait until it's dark before we go there.
0: Oh, that's true. It's about 7, 8pm at this point. And at this moment, the elves do walk in, uh, and they wave at John, and, and John gives him a, a nod, and then, pass, then slides him a bottle of fire wine and two glasses. Our, our two glasses are given to them from the armor, and they both, they both take, and then they sit in the table, table right at the back,
3: without saying anything. Oh, they're probably sad.
2: <sighs> yeah, they probably are, but let's just give them a glass, and then we're telling them we're heading out and where to meet up in case we need, you know,
3: Uh all right, borrow yeah. this ship maybe see if they'll give you a glass. They've got a whole bottle of wine to themselves and look at them, they're made of twigs. Elves can drink a
2: surprisingly